What's up, hockey and sports fans? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Drop a Puck Podcast. The latest news and information around the NHL with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez. Welcome to episode number 20 of the Drop the Puck Podcast. My name is Justin Starr. As always, alongside me is my right-hand man, Pedro Rodriguez. Pedro. What's going on, everyone? Uh, So, Pedro. Yes. This week we will be releasing, this is the first of two episodes that we will be releasing this week. Uh, both have guests. Both are, you know, some I, I, I think some pretty pretty touted guests. The first guy who you're gonna hear today, Electric Factory. Character. Electric Factory. Um, his name's Frank the Tank. Uh, we're just gonna, you know, I'm gonna introduce him real quick. It'll introduce him over there, and then we're just gonna get right into it. Um, our Rangers suck uh, right now. You know, we'll we'll talk about that later. They're right now one in five. Yarmir Yager got signed to an NHL team. I'm finally allowed did. to say it. He I am finally did. allowed to say it on the podcast. Yarmir Yager is a Calgary Flame. You know what we should have th- did? What? We should have made just like one episode just about Yager. Just about Yager. As soon as he got signed, <laughs> we should have just been like, let's make an episode about Yager. We should have. We should have. Uh, but yes, my man Yarmir Yager is finally a part of the NHL again. Thank God. Um, yeah, so this man, uh, Frank Fleming, he is the creator of, you know, the... Uh, what is it? The Sports Encyclopedia. Uh, he's a part-time blogger for Barstool Sports. He does vlogs. He does, uh, you know, his name's Frank the Tank. Yeah, uh, I, I introduced him on it over there. So, you know, let's just get right into it. Let's drop the puck into the Frank the Tank Fleming interview. And here we go, Pedro. We are here. It is now the segment with Frank the Tank Fleming. He is the, he's the founder of the, um, the Sports Encyclopedia, a uh, great website if you're just going to look for, you know, anything on this date. Frank, it's amazing how you keep up with it. Uh, Frank also has a podcast out now, Allow Me to Be Frank. Uh, you can find that at on Twitter, uh, at Frank the Tank Pod. And then his normal Twitter is uh, at NJTank99. He's a part-time blogger for Barstool. Uh, you know, like I said, the creator of the Sports Encyclopedia. He's a huge Devils fan. The Devils have been surprising. Um, so we're going to get right into it. Frank, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Well, you're welcome. I... Oh, look at this. Trevor Simeon. Oh, just got hurt. <laughs> oh, he did? <laughs> um, yeah, yes. he got hurt. to make a tackle. Yeah, so we got a surprising team. Yeah, so yeah. Fr- just so the listeners know, Frank's uh, also watching in on the uh, Broncos-Giants game right now. Uh, and he's not too happy, but this is a hockey podcast, so we're just going to try to stick to the hockey. Um, surprise team so far. Um, the Vegas Golden Knights to start it off. I, Pedro, did you see this start coming from them? Frank, did you see this team coming out of the gates? You know, the last remaining undefeated team uh, in the league, they finally lost, but now they're winning 3-1 uh, against Boston. So this team... This expansion team, no one really saw this coming. I know I didn't. Um, how, is it because it was only one expansion team instead of, you know, the two that it's normally been with the expansion drafts? Where do you guys see? Um... I think that helps, but I uh, I saw a lot of players that they got from Marc-Andre Fleury, James Neal. I knew they weren't going to be pushovers. Uh, I don't think they're going to be a playoff team or anything. I think eventually uh, – They'll come back to earth a little bit, but I don't think they're going to be your traditional expansion team. I think they're going to be a very good, solid, competitive team most nights. Yeah, I mean, right now they're 4-1 and, uh, and 
They're definitely showing it. Pedro, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, I did not think I did not see that as a uh, pushover at all. Yeah, Pedro? Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's just it's the start of the year, so you know, you have this teams that are, are fluking a little bit and you know, you have the teams that everyone expected to be a fluke throughout the season. Now they're actually first place in each division. We talk about Vegas, we obviously get into the Devils and a lot of people thought the Devils wouldn't be where they are right now. Um, but yeah, you know, good for Vegas. And like, you know, like Frank said, James Neal, obviously it was, who scored their first goal Played in Vegas phenomenal. history. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, Mark Andre Fleury and, you know, they just got Malcolm Subban off of waivers. So he also put up a, a big W tonight against his former team with, with Boston and a three, one win tonight. So they're starting off hot four and one, eight points from first in the Pacific and hopefully they keep that going. And now another surprise team. Um, the Colorado Avalanche. What the hell, man? They're supposed to suck. They're four and two. Uh, Semyon Varlamov is looking phenomenal in goal for them. I know, you know, we're huge Ranger fans over here, and we watched the first game, and Varlamov just totally, you know, stole that game. And I, you know, the Rangers have been sucking. We'll get into them, but Varlamov stole that game. They are now four and two. Frank, did you see this Colorado Avalanche team? Uh, coming in right now at second place in the Central Division? No, I did not see that coming. Uh, uh, you know, they, they, it's the old law of averages. Uh, last year, they were so bad. They had a, only one place to go when that's up. Uh, when I saw them, they didn't look that good, to tell you the truth. They they got dominated by the Devils and uh, the Devils' home opener. So I just think maybe, uh, like I said, eventually they'll come back to Earth a little bit too. But they're just not going to be as awful as they were last year. Pedro? Yeah, I have to agree. Uh, I, mean, I mean, they got some good talent. They got Duchesne, although he desperately wants to be traded. Yeah, he wants out. So we'll see where he goes. Pedro? Yeah, yeah. Like Frank said, I mean, there was only one way to go for the Avalanche after last season. That's up or stay the same. And they're up right now. But, yeah, they'll come back to reality and they'll start going down from here. Um, it's a good start for them. You know, like you said, Matt Duchesne had a great start. Uh, Nathan McKinnon, uh, Gabriel Landeskog, even Neil Yakupov. I feel like Yakupov has something to prove, and he's been playing pretty well. So everything's smooth sailing for the Avalanche right now, but that'll stop eventually. All right. Uh, now let's move on to, you know, well, yeah, some... the thing with the Continue. The thing with the Avalanche is they got a lot of good young players that just don't fit well together. And eventually, uh, I, I think Duchesne will be traded by the end of the year. But I just think that uh, they're just going to be just – it's not going to be a nightmare like last year was. Do you have any idea where Duchesne might land? I don't know. I, I really don't. It, it honestly could be, you know, a, a number of teams. I know the Rangers, but hey, the Rangers, if the Rangers continue what they're doing, they might be sellers at the deadline. And guess what? Rick Nash is their be, their biggest piece. So who who knows right now? It's it's definitely weird, but like you said, the Avalanche, you know, they have those young guys. They have McKinnon, they have Landeskog, Duchesne, you know. But obviously, he kind of you know wants out. They got Alexander Kerfoot, uh, which was I think pretty big for them. They still got Nikita Zaitsev. Uh, I mean uh, Zadorov, uh, Zadorov on the uh, on the D. Uh, Varlamov's looking great, uh, but Eastern Conference. Another team, Detroit Red Wings. They are currently 4-1. and one. I, And, you know, that's another team. Now they're tied with Toronto and Tampa Bay, two teams you would expect to be up there. But now you have the Detroit Red Wings 4-1, and one, eight points, tied in the Atlantic for first right now. 
I, I thought they were a team that who knew where they were going. No, I still think that they made a huge blunder with with Anthony Seyu still, you know, restricted free agent. I know he uh, went back over overseas to, you know, just start playing. Um, they have Anthony Mantha, Dylan Larkin. They have their captain, Henrik Zetterberg. But they're not a great team either. And I'm sorry to any Detroit Red Wing fans that are listening, but your team isn't that good. And... They, I mean, right now they're just outperforming what the, I think the mean is for them. Uh, Frank, what do you think about Detroit? Well, keep in mind they opened a new stadium this year. They knew uh, they uh, opened up the Little Caesars Arena. That's yeah, true. So I think they got a little. I think they got a little juice from that. Uh, two uh, young players just aren't good enough yet, and I think that team will drop fast. Yeah. I think you see, you really can't measure anything in the NHL until there's at least ten to twenty games played, because you have a lot of teams that start off fast and then cool off. Yeah, a lot of teams that are slow starters, and then they get to find their legs. It's just the NHL is kind of a herky-jerky start. No, yeah. I, Every I, year. I hear you, but you, you usually see these, you know, those teams that you can guess are going to be pretty bad, like let's say the Vancouver Canucks. You know, like those teams, the Arizona Coyotes, they're, they're still bad, and they're not, you know, going out on a 5-1, 4-1 start throughout the season. Uh, Pedro, what do you think about Detroit? Yeah, I mean, good start for them. But I again, I, this is just another team that I think will just drop off as the year goes on. And, you know, we we as hockey fans and, you know, hockey analysis or, or experts or whatever you want to call them, you know, we, we set the bar at Thanksgiving. And who's in the playoffs in Thanksgiving, that's typically the idea. They say it's hard to get in if you're not in during Thanksgiving break. Um, and look, if honestly, if Detroit's there, if Vegas is in, uh, Vancouver or, you know, Colorado, for instance, I really truly believe those teams will just end up dropping even after the new year. And that will make teams that are out of the playoffs right now, like the Rangers mm-hmm. or Carolina, who's, who's off to one and one start, um, like make those teams. And, you know, if they, they could get on winning streaks, then, you know, they'll, they'll be up there. Um, but I see these teams dropping easily. Yeah. I think they're all go, you know, down to the mean, uh, another surprising team. Well, this will be the last surprising team. Frank, it's your New Jersey Devils. Your New Jersey Devils. I was at the game last night. I was at the Ranger-Devil game. First period looked like it was all Rangers. After that, I don't know what the hell happened. The Devils just came out, you know, wanting the puck more, shooting the puck more, being more aggressive. Um, they're 4-1. and one. They're tied with the Columbus Blue Jackets right now for the top of the Metro. Uh, Frank, I want to know... So, coming into the season, where did you see this team potentially being, and did you see them starting off 4-1? and one? Not necessarily saw them starting off 4-1, and one, but I think they'll be a playoff contender. I think they're a wild-card contender. I think that they've got a lot of young, dynamic, exciting talent. Uh, Will Butcher, uh, uh, of course, Nico Heeshire, uh, it just And the one guy that nobody thought about is just Jesper Bratt. Yeah. I've only seen him a week. And you know who he reminds me of? Who? He reminds me of an ex-Ranger named Essa Tikkanen. Essa. Yeah. No. Essa Tikkanen also, Essa Tikkanen also was uh, an oiler, mm-hmm. naturally. And uh, what he was was a pest on the ice. He'd like almost like take over opposing players, best, opposing teams' best players, and he'd just like pester them on the ice and just annoyed them just the way he played defense. And then he'd find a way to make that spark play on offense and 
all of a sudden you got like a two-way player that's just just physical, annoying, exciting, and that's what the Devils are right now. Yeah, you know they. And Will Butcher, Will Butcher, who's who's the Hobie Baker winner, the Avalanche really screwed the pooch on that one. I mean, Will Butcher, this guy looks like he's already he he has a good chance to be the next Scott Niedermeyer. And Nico Heeshire is just so fast and dynamic on the ice. He may not be doing much point-wise so far. He's got the puck. It's, he's moving it. He's moving without the puck. He's moving. He's fast. I, I tell you, they are an exciting team. Now, do and that's you, the best thing you can say about the Devils. Do you have season tickets to the Devils? Uh, no, but I just I go to maybe five to ten games a year. Five to ten a game? All right, cool. You got a question? Yeah. Uh, what do you think of uh, Keith Kincaid as your backup? He's actually from my hometown, from Farmingville, mm-hmm. New York. So uh, what do you think of Kincaid? Solid backup. I actually was uh, almost uh, asking uh, for Corey Schneider to be traded at a certain point because I wanted to see him start. It's interesting. And, you know, it was cool seeing Kincaid in net last night. Yeah, it was. Watching a Farmingdale, uh, Farmingville boy. Um now let's get into disappointing teams. We'll start in the East, and we will start with the New York Rangers. They are 1-5. Me and Pedro can go on rants about this team, but we're, we really want, you know, we'll, we'll dig into it a little bit, but we really want to see what you're thinking. I know you're a Devils fan, so let's try to be, you know, as non-biased as possible. But what, do you, what do you think is going wrong with the Rangers right now? The one thing you're seeing is what I'd be absolutely totally frightened of. They look old, they look slow, they look lethargic. Yeah. Uh, Henrik Lundqvist, I don't know how much he has left in the tank. He's not been good so far. I mean, yesterday they had uh, the backup in there. Yeah, Pavlik. And uh, Pavlik's played better than Lundqvist so far. I think uh, Henrik's best game came against Columbus, I'd like to say. But the whole team, there was no team to be found that game. I don't know if you watched it, but Henrik had some nice saves. (laughs) But there was no there was no defense being played in front of him, and I think and another... Kevin Shatten, Kevin Shattenkirk, I think that's going to end up being a bad signing for the Rangers. He's on the uh, the uh, NHL pension plan, which is he signed a big contract at the Rangers and uh, <laughs> do absolutely nothing. Um, and you know I think another big thing is their head coach Elaine Vigneault. I, he doesn't know what he's doing. You know he's benching Tony D'Angelo one game and then. Or two games, then all of a sudden he's on the top line with Ryan McDonough. And then you have Mark Stahl, who is, should only be playing minimal time, is now up on the first line. And these lines just keep getting bumbled around and jumbled around that no one can find any chemistry. Pedro? I, I just want to interrupt because I, I hate to say it, but I honestly think Mark Stahl has been one of our best defensemen in the first week of the season. I really do. And I've seen him be mobile. I've seen him move the puck. Um, I think he's honestly, he deserves to be on that top pair. I, I really do because uh, he, he has a goal already. Um, like I said, he moves the puck. He's been moving the puck. He's been going up and down the ice. And I really think he's been one of our best defensemen. Like Frank said, I think the Rangers are slow. Yeah. And for the, the fact that you have Paul Carey on your fourth line, send him down, bring up Filipito back, and call Leah Sanderson back to the NHL. You want to get younger, get these guys experience. You're one in five, do it. It's that I don't know why the Rangers first off sent Leah Sanderson back. Yes, developed the guy. That's great. He had a great camp. So mm-hmm. did Philip Hedo. Hedo barely played in the games that he, he played. played. Ten he, minutes and then he sent him down. That's what I'm saying. I, I feel like the Rangers just 
didn't give him a shot. I feel like he played maybe with the wrong guy. The first line the Rangers have is Kreider, Zibanejad, and Buchnevich. That's the only line that the Rangers have right now that's actually producing. That's it. You know, their power play is doing well, but that's it. They can't score goals. They don't have depth. Jimmy Vesey has been nowhere. Yeah. He's missed so many opportunities against Columbus. Um, you know, I think the Rangers just have to send those guys down and, and get Heedle and, and Leah Sanderson back. They need to get faster and younger. Yeah. Um, now, yeah, I don't know what else to say about the Rangers right now. Um, the Montreal Canadiens won 3-1. They are um, they're in the basement. Well, not the basement. Buffalo's in the basement. But they're second to last in the Atlantic. They can't score. You want to talk about a team that can't score, the goddamn Montreal Canadiens can't score. Frank, what do you think about the Canadians? Carrie Price must feel like uh, must like must feel like he, he's been like all by myself. <laughs> Don't wanna be all by myself. And he just I signed mean, that long contract. I mean, I mean, the, 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 who do who else do they have? They have an aging Shea Weber. Yeah. They got rid of uh, PK Subban. I've always been curious about that trade. Same. I mean, P.K. Subban should have been their captain. He should have been made their captain, and they trade him. And they brought in Carl. They Osner. have nothing. Like, their defense is just not – their defense is terrible. And it's just the trade, even for Druin, I think they. I think that trade is going to come back and bite them too. Mm-hmm. They trade away all their good D. Uh, they, they, that's a team that needs Duchesne, I tell you what. But And, and – <laughs> And it's it's Carey Price and nobody else. It really is. How do you feel about that Carey Price love fest? Do you really think he's the best goalie in the league like everyone's been saying? He hasn't performed in, in the playoffs. He's, what, made it past – he went to the – well, he got hurt against the Rangers mm-hmm. in 2014. I mean, he hasn't brought them back to the conference finals since. I mean, I don't understand this whole Carey Price love fest thing in the league. Uh, he's one of the best goalies in the league. Uh, the problem is, is he just uh, they don't have anything on the team. I th- I think uh, I think you take Harry Price off the uh, the Canadian and the uh, the Canadian are uh, basically an expansion team. Yeah, they they don't look good. They don't look good at all. Um, and I don't see I don't see it turning around anymore. I I think they're they're gonna stay down there. Um, well, it's time to fire Mark Bergevin. I think if the GM has to go. That, for, yeah. Yo. For, what, Frank? Yeah, he should, that, that's a firing that's long overdue. That's yeah. a firing long overdue. He has to go. Like, uh, he, 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 I feel like he's just ruined this team. I mean, you go out and sign a guy like Carl Alsner, who I think is not a great fit for Montreal. I mean, like you said, Shea Weber, that, that whole shaboggle there with P.K. Subban. I think a one-for-one trade, really, that's what you're going to do. Like, it's, it's a, it was a terrible trade on Montreal's end. Oh, terrible. Well, I mean, Montreal also sent us our captain Ryan McDonough for Scott Gomez. That was a great trade. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great trade. So, I mean, Montreal. Glenn say they look like a genius in that one. Oh, absolutely. But it, it, I don't know. It's just, it's just difficult. What about Pittsburgh? I think Pittsburgh is a team to talk about because what are they? Three, two and one, Three, two and one. I mean, what Chicago put up 10 on them. I just think that's a little... Uh, you know how to deal with them is... It doesn't matter. If they get in the playoffs, they're going to be a team that's going to be uh, tough to beat. That's just who they are. They're going to they're gonna coast through the regular season, and then come playoff time, they're going to wake up. 
So how many teams do you see coming out of the Metro to make the playoffs? I see five. What are your five? Uh, at the beginning of the year, and uh, I picked the uh, the obvious three: the uh, Penguins, Blue Jackets, Capitals. Mm-hmm. I think the wild card teams are going to be the uh, Rangers and Devils. Although right now I'm doubting the Rangers, to tell you the truth. As are we. Yeah, we're right there with you, Frank. Uh, we're we're doubting them too. They need they need a shake up or something. I don't know what's going to go on. They need like a locker room, you know, just talk. I, I, players. I, I think honestly, if if I was Jeff Gordon and the Rangers, I I would give. I know we're only six games into the year, but I I, I don't know. I first I think the Rangers should make roster moves, call players up, look for that center. Why don't you try to make a trade with Toronto? We heard about Tyler Bozak, but I you know I don't know if that's going to happen anymore. You know they're four and one. They're mm-hmm. they're hot right now. Um, but the Rangers need that guy, and Zabenejad has been playing pretty well, but. Again, they're one in five. But w- when do you start to think Av's job is in jeopardy? When do you think he's in the hot seat? I feel like he's on the hot seat right now. Thing is, if they're not uh, playing better by Thanksgiving, he's gonna be in the hot seat. Oh yeah, but the thing is, we brought in Lindy Ruff as our assistant coach, and he is the the exact replica of Elaine Vigneault with the way he coaches and. You know, relies on the veterans and all this crap. So we're literally going to get a carbon copy of Vigneault if they fire Vigneault. Oh, that's how it always seems to work, though, isn't it? Anyway, um, so we just went on with Montreal, then we ended up back on the Rangers. Um, let's talk about the Dallas Stars. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to lay off Nashville for now. They're 2-2-1. Two, two and one. going to lay off them for now. Uh, the Dallas Stars, Pedro, you, didn't you predict them going some – going pretty pretty far i thought they were in the central um they they're two and three right now four points they're tied with minnesota for last in the central division uh you know i think ben bishop has looked pretty good uh tyler sagan i think has looked pretty well i I, i've watched two of their games so far um i don't know they just they can't get a win they're kind of like the rangers they just can't get a win uh frank what do you think about the stars they're forever overrated. They have a great offense, but they just never have enough defense, it seems. Good point, good point. Pedro? I messed up on this one, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, two and three. I mean, they have more wins than the Rangers do. But, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think they're an offensive powerhouse, but I their defense, you know, defense, I'll stick with the old uh, lingo here, defense wins you championships, right? So, I don't know. I, I, I still like Klinberg. I think Klinberg is still there. Mark Mathot, I thought, was a good addition. Um, but other than that, I mean, Dan Hamus, I, I mean, I don't know. He's old for me. Um, but, like we talked about, their their problem last year was goaltending. And they brought in Bet Bishop, signed him to a six-year deal, and hopefully he could bring him there. But not a good start. But, again, like even like Minnesota, I think Minnesota will be a playoff team. Um Nashville's I think Colorado there, yeah. will drop. St. Louis is... I picked Minnesota to win the Stanley Cup. So. <laughs> really? Really? Did you? Yes. Over who? Yes. Over Pittsburgh? Uh, who did I pick in the East? I'm trying to remember. I think I might have picked the Blue Jackets or something like that. Something crazy. The Blue Jackets? Or Tampa. Or the Tampa. Blue, the or Blue Jackets like have looked good. Tampa? I forgot who I picked in the East, but I know I picked the... Uh, 
I wanted to go different and pick the uh, someone different than anyone else did, so I picked a wild to win the uh, Stanley Cup this year. You know what we haven't heard a lot about? The Edmonton Oilers. I was just about to bring them up. You yeah. have two teams. I wanted to bring up two more teams that are disappointments. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers and the San Jose Sharks. Um, so let's start with Edmonton. One and three, two points right now. See, the reason why I'm not jumping overboard right now on the Rangers is because I look at the standings and I see these other teams that should be up there that aren't performing well right now. So I know it's a, it's, you know, it's an 82 game season. We're only what five, six games into it. So I don't want to completely overreact. But hey, Edmonton Oilers, one and three. Um, you know, everyone predicted them to you know win the Pacific. And right now you got Vegas at the top with Calgary. Uh, Frank, what do you think about Edmonton? No worries. They'll, they'll find a stride eventually. I mean, when I you just have to... think that uh, I just think it's one of those situations where the early part of the season is so herky-jerky. You're bouncing around. You're not playing like consistently. You don't find a groove. And I think that's a team that's going to find their groove pretty quickly. I think, I think by the end of October, November, they're going to be They'll be cruising? Back uh, near the top. Yeah, they'll be cruising. They'll be cruise control. Pedro? Now, the Sharks, on the other hand, the Sharks, on the other hand, I think the Sharks are old. I think they're like the uh, Rangers East. Ooh. And I think uh, the Rangers West, I should say. And I think the Sharks, I think they're going to be uh, have a long season in San Jose. Pedro? It's interesting because uh, Larry Brooks wrote a, uh, uh, an article, and he brought up, Joe Thornton as a possible destination for the Rangers at the trade deadline or even before that. And that just goes to show, you know, like we talked about, these teams just keep getting older and it's just not the way they should be going. Honestly, I, I think teams like the Rangers and San Jose should start looking to, as you know, Jeff Gordon said, it's a rebuild on the fly type thing, but when do they start rebuilding? Yeah. You know, look what happened to the devils. Right. Look what happened to the – they had that last run in 2012, and I knew that was their last run. That was a very old team. And you knew that the eventually that – and they didn't have much of a farm system at that time. So that's why you had missed the playoffs five straight years. They got old all at once, and they became boring, lethargic, and nothing. It's So you get if you get old – get to have those players that have that same magic in them, you're just lame, you're just a lame duck. Yeah. Right, and I, I think when the Rangers went to the cup final in 2014, I, I didn't feel like the window closed to then. I feel like the window closed when we lost to Tampa in the Eastern Conference final the following year. I think that's when the Rangers' window closed. You know, we, we lost Yandel, uh, which who I thought was a great fit for the Rangers. I thought Yandel was a great fit. They lost him to Florida. And we talk about him. Henrik Lundqvist is not getting any younger. He's 35 already. And honestly, I feel like he's losing it. And I think the Rangers, I think it's time to go overseas, go to Russia, and get your Sorskin over there. I love him. I love him. Did they lose a game yet? No, they're still undefeated. They're still undefeated. Scott St. Petersburg, still undefeated. Unreal. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go off on San Jose a little bit. You know, you guys are right. They are an older team. I think it's time to... You know, pass the captaincy down to Logan Couture, uh, and just you know, I I don't think they reached. I don't think they should have resigned Joe Thornton in the off season. I thought it was time for Thornton to move on. You know, 
you know, develop guys more like Thomas Hurdle. Um, they have Mechel Carlson. Uh, so these are guys that, you know, I think should be getting top-line minutes, you know, and developing. And I'm also not sold on Martin Jones as a number one goaltender. I'm not sold on him. I am. I'm not. I think he's a number one goalie. No, he's he's good. He's good. Yeah. He's good. He's not. I wouldn't say he's one of the top five goalies in the NHL. Right. But he's certainly one of the top ten. Yeah, I definitely think he's up there. Um, but I I think I I wonder if know if you two agree with me. I I think the loss of Patrick Marlowe is a big loss for San Jose. I, I even at thirty seven, yeah, I, I still think he got it. I still think he has it. I think it's a yeah. Big he loss. was uh, he was a big piece. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and you know, he, and he's playing extremely well in a young team in, in Toronto. So watch out for the Maple Leafs. I might I might lose my head. <laughs> Get nervous. Um, Frank, let's uh, let's talk about you for a little bit. Um, how did you become a Devils fan? Well, New Jersey's team. Why? Uh, why wouldn't I be a Devil fan? I mean, the first time I really got started really getting in the NHL was to run in '88, when uh, McLean had that. Uh, Last the goal on the last game of the season to beat the Blackhawks, and then uh, they made it all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. They, uh, or at the time it was the, Pet, the Wales Conference Finals. Uh, we had uh, the coach Jim Schoenfeld had the the fight with uh, Don Kohorki. <laughs> Have another donut, you fat pig. I mean, <laughs> that's just that devil's magic. It lives in devil's lore forever. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you a question now about the Devils. Let's talk about them in they won the cup in 95 correct yes now do you think they i know the rangers won in 94 but do you think they were you know a better team than the rangers in 94 do you think that they if they went on you know instead of the rangers you think they would have you know beat vancouver and they could have potentially won oh yeah two they cups in a row? they would have beat vancouver yeah they would have beat vancouver you know what the thing was in 95 the Rangers were the veteran team. They had the experience. They were the, the they were the New York Oilers, as I used to like to call them. Just they had like so many Edmonton Oilers on the team. Oh yeah, it was the absolutely. Edmonton Oilers unofficial six Stanley Cup. Yeah, it was like the whole team. <laughs> absolutely. So, so what you had was a a veteran team, who just survived one of the greatest series that ever played. I think that's I, I don't find a better NHL series than the Eastern Conference Finals in 1994. Find a better series. Uh, seven games. Uh, I think six of the five to seven were one goal games. Mm-hmm. Three to four ga- Three to seven games went to double overtime, including Game Seven. Find a better game. You had the uh, the, the uh, Messier guarantee. I mean, just find a better game. I I, I don't I, just off Rangers history. I think the Rangers King Stanley Cup final series was pretty good. I think five that was trash. No, five out of that no was four trash. out of four out of the five games went to overtime or double overtime. Uh, I mean, this is just me going off, you know. I don't know. I I, I, I have to agree with Frank here. I that series is just it was just unbelievable. Like like you said, you know, you had the Messier guarantee, you had game seven was just unbelievable with the Devils tying it with seven point seven seconds to go in the game. Zelapukin, Zelapukin. Yeah. And, you know, the dramatic double overtime win with Stefan Matteau. So, I mean. And remember this. That was Martin Brodeur's rookie season. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it was. It was Brodeur's rookie season. And the rest is history. Yeah. Um, Frank, 
Uh, let's now let's talk about you know we kind of got into it a little bit before, but let's just hear you know what do you think about Taylor Hall? What do you think you know? What do you think about Schneider now? Um, are you sold on Heischer? Do you like Henrique? I like Henrique. I think Taylor Hall needed somebody that could skate on the ice with him and uh, carry some load. I think he sure is going to be that. He's, he's very, I mean, I think he's someone who, who's kind of raw right now, but I think once he starts growing and developing, he's going to be a terrific player. And what do you think about Miles Wood? He's another young gun. Uh, yeah, another young gun. Uh, like I said, half these players I'm just getting to know, and it's exciting. It's finally, I mean, this team is this team is. They, I don't know, know if they'll make the playoffs for sure, but you know what? I think it's going to be an exciting year, no matter what happens in New Jersey, and that the future the future can't be brighter. Uh, I, I definitely agree with that one. Yeah, and do do you think it's time for Andy Green to give the captaincy to one of the young guys? Uh, perhaps. Yeah, I, I think perhaps. Uh, and I think that the uh, I think Adam Henrique or Taylor Hall are probably the best choices. Right. Yeah, I I I, I like the addition of Jimmy Hayes, that big body up front. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was a great addition. Brian Boyle, obviously, I thought was a good addition as well. Hopefully, he gets better soon. Once, once he gets, and he says he's going to play as soon as possible. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine playing with leukemia. Right. I mean, is there? There's one. There's one postseason award that's now a lock. It's already over. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. No doubt. There's no way any – just uh, stop it now. It's, he's the Masterson winner. Yep. I wish I could go to Vegas the right now and put some money down. The minute he steps on the ice, he's the Masterson winner. <laughs> 100% agree with you on and, that. And even Drew Stafford, his backhand last night was a beautiful one. And, and – uh, don't forget Marcus Johansson. That's another good pickup they had this offseason. No, Marcus Johansson, yep. From, uh, yeah, it stole, well, pretty much stole them from, stolen from the Capitals. What is a second that, and a third In that round trade, pick? yeah, something like second that. Second and third round pick? It was crazy. Uh, now let's talk about, you know, a little bit about the Rangers-Devils rivalry. Uh, I want to know what, obviously, the two teams have never made a trade together. And they never will. And they never will. I don't think they ever will. <laughs> They never will. I don't think they ever will either. Frank, I'm sure you could agree with us on that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think that'll ever be a trade. Uh, do you think the Rangers Did you are lose the... my audio? Yeah, we, you're good. Do you think the Rangers are the devil's biggest rival? It's 1-1A. One one so I think the uh, Flyers are just Flyers. the biggest rival. Yeah, Flyers. I have to agree. Well... Uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. What's the score in the Giants game right now? Uh, let me see. Last night he's looking it was seventeen three Giants. Wow. All right. Well, there was a little football talk for you. Dave, on. This is a team. This is a team that was dead in the water. Dead in the water. I love it. When they lost OBJ, they're gonna win every game now. Watch. Yeah. We'll Eric Flowers. Eric Flowers today. Someone came into him. He picked the guy up and pancaked him. And he's like doing. He's had six pancake blocks. It's like, it's like he's turning the Incredible Hulk or something like that. <laughs> Eric Flowers is actually blocking three players at once. <laughs> and Eli's actually eating lunch back there now today. Uh, all right, but um, all right. So Frank, thank you for. And Landon uh, Collins had a pick six. 
Uh, Frank, so let me just uh, let me plug you in real quick again. Um, so we appreciate you coming on the show. You know you're a big Devils fan. You're a big sports guy. You know all your stuff. Uh, please, if you haven't checked it out, go check out sportsencyclopedia.com. Uh, he updates it almost, I think, every day, right, Frank? Yes. Yeah, every day he updates this bad boy, and it's crazy. Go take a look at it. If you want to learn, you know, just any little bit of tidbit on any sport, please go take a look at it. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at NJTank99. Uh, he's, you know, still part-time blogger for Barstool Sports. You can check out all his vlogs that he posts up there. Uh, he also has his own podcast, Allow Me to Be Frank at Frank the Tank Pod. Uh, if you just heard that little rant about, you know, Eric Flowers and uh, Landon Collins, just imagine what uh, Frank the Tank Pod is with Allow Me to Be Frank. Um, so, Frank, thank you again so much. Thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thanks, uh, just let me know whenever you want to come on, talk hockey. You're always allowed to come on. All right. All right. Thank Until you. Next time. See you later. Yep. You too. Well, that was electric. Pedro, interesting beginning. <laughs> we're not gonna, we're not gonna, we're not gonna play that out. It, uh, Frank was, you know, Frank had a survivor pool for football. He took the Broncos. Giants are currently right now, as we're recording, beating the Broncos. Uh, so Frank wasn't too pleased. No. Uh, so he, you know, he kind of went on a little rant about uh, Chris Collinsworth. I like it though. Yeah, I love it, the enthusiasm. Was, yeah, oh, I love it. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, thanks, uh, thanks again to Frank for coming on. Uh, we are recording our next episode for this week tomorrow morning. We have drum roll, please. Jameson Coyle from the NHL Network. We are super excited. We're looking forward to this one. Uh, I'm excited to hear what he has to say. You know, we're gonna talk. You know, we're gonna probably break down around the same stuff that we did with Frank. Just because, you know, it's in the same week. So we'll probably go his surprising teams, his disappointing teams. And we'll go around like the same, you know, shindigs. I want to know how he kind of got into what he's doing. So maybe ask him about, you know, college and his upbringing and how he, you know, landed with NHL Network. So it'll be a little bit about him. It'll be a little bit about, you know, the first week and a half, two weeks of the NHL uh, season. And we'll talk disappointments. We'll talk, you know, uh, surprises like we did with Frank. Uh, I'm just curious to hear, you know, another guy's perspective, always curious to hear, you know, other fans and what they think and whatnot. Uh, Pedro, uh, you look, what are you thinking about Frank? What are you, what are you looking forward to, uh, to tomorrow's interview? Well, Frank was, Frank was amazing. I mean, again, character, that's all I have to say about him. He has, has, a, has a great character and, uh, it was, it was a good interview. I, I thought it was, I thought it was awesome. As for Jamison Coyle, I've been, I'm very much looking forward to this you know what he does right now is kind of something i want to strive for as well when i'm older and uh you know i, I want to know where he got his base from and how he got to where he was today how he how he is today and you know obviously talking hockey with him and i will i mark my words kevin weeks will be on this show i will Ooh. make it happen because i want him on this damn show All right, we'll i see. will get kevin weeks on the show and jameson is the first path to getting to him so i need him are you on just using show. jameson no, 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 no. I thought it was a great. It's gonna be a great interview, but he's he's that stride. I need I, I need that push. You know what I, I mean? You. I need that push. I hear you. Or Rupp. You know, Mike Rupp. I love to get Mike Rupp here, but uh, baby steps. We'll get there. Baby we'll steps. get there. Um, but yeah, please give us a follow uh, over on Twitter at Drop the Puck Pod. My solo Twitter is at JStar02. Pedro is at 
underscore Rodriguez with an S20 underscore. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, uh, Drop the Puck Podcast. You can, you know, like us over there, putting out, you know, links to whatnot. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play uh, at, you know, just Drop the Puck Podcast. Uh, we put out, you know, at least a weekly episode. Maybe sometimes, you know, when we have these guests lined up, we'll do two uh, two a week. Uh, we have our own website now, dropthepuckpodcast.com. So go check that out. You know, take a survey. Uh, if you want to be on the show, there's a link there that'll send that'll shoot us an email. Uh, so we can, you know, link up and po- uh, possibly get you on the show. Other than that, always thanks for listening. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, all these people we've interviewed over the past 20 weeks. Uh, it's really cool. Yeah. And um, we look to keep this going. We're going to keep this puppy rolling. We're going to come up with new segments. Um, you know, not sure yet, but we're figuring it all out. Uh, once again, thanks for listening. And the season's back, baby. The season's back. The, the season's Rangers, back. Rangers don't know that yet, though. The yeah, Rangers, no, no, no. The, the, Rangers, the Rangers, Rangers are still on uh, summer mode. Yeah, so yeah, we'll, they're, we'll, they're, see, they're fine. We'll, we'll see when the they're Rangers fine. come along. They'll pick up. But, uh, yeah, so uh, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Drop the Puck Podcast with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez on Facebook and Twitter at Drop the Puck Pod. We'll catch you next time, NHL fans, on the Drop the Puck Podcast.